Welcome to another episode of the Mouse Burgers. Yes. Hello. How is everyone? Good, good. That's good to hear. <laughs> right. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Anything new with you that no. I know about? Tell me about. No, I don't think so. I've, I actually don't think I've got anything to report this week. How insanely boring. Yeah. This is the thing about like <laughs> doing a burger podcast. If you start it off with the what have you done this week? Well, I've done exactly the same thing that I do every single week. Uh, yeah, well, I think because you know I always ask that at the start of this podcast, I feel like it is your duty to the people that listen to this to uh, try and do something different in the week. Yeah, well, I was going to get my hair cut this week, and that would have been a thing that I mentioned. (laughs) Jesus. Riveting Uh, stuff. It was a really exciting week, but I I actually, that didn't end up happening. Um, And it's not an exciting thing, because I hate getting my hair cut loads and loads and loads. Yeah, I mean, that's quite a common... Quite a common thing in the autistic world, getting your hair cut. Yeah, I used to have like a meltdown pretty much every time I got my hair cut. But now I don't because I found a hairdresser that I like. She's really nice. Uh, so it's a good job that she's moving. Yeah, it's good that she's leaving this area and moving so far away you can't get your hair cut by her anymore. <laughs> and then I'm sure we can start the process of me having to go to hairdressers and crying afterwards. Or I can just go back to not getting my hair cut, which is what I did for like three years or so. But uh, I looked a little bit like Cousin It at that point. Well, Yeah, but that was intentional. Um, you used to just use your hair to cover your face because you didn't want people seeing your face. So it was, uh, I felt like you could have had it cut, but I think you liked it so much as a thing to hide behind that you wouldn't have got it cut anyway. I think it's a relatively newer development, you getting your hair cut. Yes, yes. Because you like to hide behind the hair. I do indeed. What about you? What have you been up to this week? Uh, nothing. Work. Yes. That's it. Just work. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. You said that, that like it was I'm, genuinely interesting. Uh, yeah, it's not I'm, interesting. Yeah, I'm doing my interview uh, voice. Why do I do uh, an interview? I don't. Voice? I don't know. It's just that's what we do, isn't it? We interview each other. Uh, do we? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, Have you actually been listening to this? No. Do you actually remember what this is like? We don't interview each other. We talk about topics. We all know I don't listen to the podcast because the sound of my own voice is. I don't know how anyone else listens to it. I'm impressed. Uh, well, there's loads of people now, according to our Facebook page, that are Team Scarlet. So people must like you uh, and the voice. Well, it's not. Yeah, but it's not teams based on who people like. It's teams on who oh, no. matches the topic. I've decided that it's uh, who they like best. Okay. Well, it's it's not. <laughs> I, and for, I don't know. For some people, it might be. But I know for a lot of people, it's who like they listen to an episode and then go with that particular topic I'm team Nikki or team Scarlett which I'm actually really surprised because the people that have said they're team me that makes me really happy because a lot of stuff I thought was uh, not gonna link up with me but a lot of people I'd say it's been quite even I would say you're more 
of a traditional burger in comparison to me. Scarlet of the people. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I'd say you're definitely more of a traditional, like, uh, not standard, but should I mean more of a pure burger than me? I'm something of a uh, unorthodox burger. You know. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes so much sense. Um, I find very few people have similar traits to me, but or behave like I do in general. However, there's loads of like deep rooted things with me that um, people then go, "Yeah, I've got that," or they know the name for it, or it's something they're aware of. So I think it's different. I think at like face value, I uh, I am not yeah standard burger i'm much harder to detect but i think once you get to know me and talk to me when i find out or mention stuff it turns out i've got all the same stuff most people have uh whereas you i think it's a bit more it's a bit more obvious yeah not in any way that i'm saying this is a bad thing good thing oh yeah yeah. i'm saying it like um i'm saying it because i mask so you have to talk to me for a little bit to figure out that i am um and then, yeah, but I think with you, I think if you know what you're looking for, because obviously a lot of people don't know what Asperger's yeah. is, so they wouldn't notice it anyway. But I think if you were, say, you were someone who's quite well like, Cl- clued up on Asperger's, I'd say, like, um, say they rounded up everybody, like a like group of like 20 people and put me and you out of it and said two of the people in this 20 are Asperger's, uh, I think they'd definitely pick you out before they came to me. I mean, yeah, if I'm stood in a group of 20 people, (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing. You'd stick out like a sore thumb anyway. Yeah. Uh, And I'd try my best to blend in with the other 18 people. Yeah, I'd be there like trying to escape from a group of 20 people. That's that is 19 too many people. (laughs) Whereas I'd probably like just take a deep breath and just think, right, blend in with this lot. Yeah, that's true. Right. So uh, today's topic is. One that Scarlett wanted to do last week, uh, but because of my controlling ways, I uh, didn't really like understand the topic. So I kind of went, no, not until I get it. But um, I kind of thought I got it last week, but then I haven't thought about it for a whole week. And the epiphany I had last week has gone. So I'm back to not knowing what this is going to be about. So I'm just going to let you lead this one. And then once I start getting a feel for what I think you're doing, I'll... uh, I'll get involved. But if I do start moving away from it and going to different things that you think, we're not, no, this this is not it, Like, uh, do feel free to, to weigh in. But what's your plan for today's episode? Oh, God. Oh, no I, pressure. I know. You've, this is the most horrific thing you could have done for me. So it's more like a get to know us. Right. Because with the... For anyone that hasn't seen it, we did a video. Well, Nikki did a video and I was in it. <laughs> Yes, you were definitely in it. Um, and like loads of people seem to like message us or talk to us, saying things about like how it's nice to like see us a bit more and like get to put faces, names, and like get to know us a bit. So I, I thought it'd be cool to do an episode where it's more like a get to know us. So it will definitely be burger related because that is who we are. Mm-hmm. So it, but instead of like focusing on a topic, we're more just gonna do a. A broader thing, and then I figured it would, you know, it, you know, we'd just talk our way into it, and it would make loads of sense. But I thought we could start off with not 
and this won't go on for the whole episode. This is just going to be like a quick brief bit. But like going through some questions that I've got on my phone. You've got pre-prepared questions? Well, no, I actually Googled it. So this is questions I've got offline. The questions that I got offline, though, are... um, I don't know if anyone's seen the game show Mr. and Mrs. But they're Mr. and Mrs. style questions. So, well, yeah, I'm obviously going to skip through the ones that are actually made for people, you know, Mr. and Mrs. So I'm going (laughs) to not do uh, the ones that are on, like, first dates. There's loads of questions like that. But I'm going to do a couple of questions and... I think it might just, you know, like, get people to get to know us. Right. So, I'm just going to go through... Oh, here's one that is kind of, uh, well, whatever. Who's the more flirtatious one? Oh, no, no. We can't... I didn't realize you were going down this road. Who's more flirtatious? I mean, it's obvious. Well, yeah, that's like an obvious thing. It'd be me out the two of yeah, us. Yeah, you are a but, flirt. But that's just because... Um, that's what people do. I've seen, I've seen NT people do it all the time. Uh, I, I know that that's what they do to talk to each other. It's like how some people do like ice breaking and that kind of thing. Um, you don't like starting conversations with people or talking to people, so yeah. you're never going to do that. Whereas I use it as a way of yeah appearing normal. Yeah, uh, I don't do it with everyone. But the thing that's weird, I guess, with me is um, I don't think I'm I'm not like gender specific with it. Um, no, you're not. You don't. You are... I would say you're more flirty with men than you are with women. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's because I'm better at talking to women. Yeah. Uh, and I'm better at getting on with females than males. So um, I... Yeah, it's it's one of the techniques I use for women and I can't figure out masking techniques for men, men. So and how to isolate men. So I just use the same ones. Yeah. No, I only <laughs> brought that question up purely for that reason because I would say you are quite a flirty person, uh, but it's not something that's typically like associated, I suppose, with burgers. So I thought it was quite an interesting one. Like for me, I'm the complete opposite and I think... It would be hard for someone to accidentally to think that I was like accidentally flirting with them. It just doesn't happen. Like I, I would, nothing I say can be misconstrued yeah. as flirting. I would pay money to watch you actually try and flirt with someone because <laughs> I, I feel like that would be funny. Uh, I can't even. I can't picture you doing it, but um, I I would definitely if you were to give it a go. Uh, I think it would be hilarious because I've seen you try and do similar stuff to that before in the past. Yeah, like or, in a jokey, in yeah, a jokey where I've way. Where I said try right? and do this, and then you try and do it, and it's it's so awful. Like you do this thing where if I ask you to like mimic or do something that's considered NT behaviour, um, something that you just don't do because you don't you don't mask and stuff. When I've asked you to do it, you always go for like this over the top stereotypical <laughs> things you've seen in the movies. So you go for like the most cheesiest like Hollywood actor behaviour that you remember from a movie and then you just do your best impression of it and then think you're getting away with it. I know, like, I think if you were told me to go flirt with someone, I think I'd genuinely do the whole, like, so, do you come here often? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you're terrible. Uh, you literally, like, it's so funny watching you trying to interact with with NTs in general because uh, you just can't, you don't know how to do it, you're not sure what you're doing. 
it's so awkward, which I guess is why you don't do it because you don't know what you're doing. But like sometimes I've tried to get you to do something and just the just watching you do it is uh, is crazy. Yeah, it just doesn't work. Yeah, so I thought that one was a good question. It wasn't one I was going to put in, but I thought it's quite interesting because it's definitely a contrast between us and it's something that you can do and you do it quite often, but not because you're... Well, do... You don't really do it because you, like, are int- for what a lot of people would... They flirt because they like the attention or, like, they... Well, yeah, do, you do it to of, fit in. A lot of NT people do it, like... If they're interested. Well, involuntarily, some of them. I know people that just flirt without even realising that's what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I used to be in a relationship with a girl that used to do it and she didn't know that she was doing it. Yeah. Um, Like, I never got... I'm not... I I think it's like a common thing with a lot of burgers as well as I don't really get jealous. No. Uh, I'm not really someone that gets jealous. And it can be difficult when you're in a relationship with someone because they expect you to get jealous (laughs) when when they're like talking to other people or that kind of thing. So I have been in relationships where they've been talking to a guy and then they said it to me and I've just gone, okay, good. And then they've gone, you don't care, do you? I could have said anything. And I'm just like, no, I just, I mean, I'm not one of those people that do that. Um, and so, yeah, I, every time I used to go anywhere over there and I'd see her flirting with like other guys, I wouldn't get jealous because I don't. But then um, I'd sometimes say to her, like, oh, you were well flirty with uh, him today. And then she'd just be like, oh, was I? Sorry, is that made you jealous? And I'm like, no, nah, just an observation. <laughs> and then it'd be straight into, why do you not care? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that I have always had the same thing. And it's always been a case of like weirdly of do you not care? I'm just like, wait, what? Yeah, Why is this yeah. <laughs> being thrown on to But me? I know for a lot of like NT relationships, if you're someone that's very flirty, uh, some people do not enjoy being in a relationship with someone that's quite flirty. Yeah. Um, or if you are someone that's flirty and you know you are, you only ever do it when your other half's not with you. Yeah. Because you don't want them seeing it uh, and that kind of thing. But yeah, for me, it's just, it's one of my techniques. I yeah. found that it's easier to talk to people if you do that. Uh, it makes them feel like, um, I suppose this this makes them at ease. Because I have like two modes. I'm either really intimidating or I am quite flirty with people. Yeah, that, uh, is, that is your two sort of... That's how I interact with everyone. I'm either really nice and flirty or I'm horrible. Um, but I use both as a way of uh, interacting with NT people. Right. See? This is... This that one was fine. Next question. Yeah. Okay. Uh Who's more skilled in the kitchen? Me. Yeah, you. Easy. Uh, I can't cook anything no. really at all. No, you're not. I mean, <laughs> I've had social workers in the past that obviously a lot of things they always ask me, especially when you're trying to claim like benefits and that kind of thing, is one of the things that always comes up is what are you like at cooking? Can you prepare meals and that kind of thing? And I have always been able to do that. Um, I can cook. I can follow recipes. Um, I bake quite a lot. I did some baking today. Um, I made uh, curry for me and you last night. Um, I tend to make something like most weekends. Yeah. Uh, In the week, we have like the same stuff over and over again. So we have like a weird routine of in the week, we have the same thing over and over again, day in, day out, same breakfast, same lunch, same dinner, except for Saturday, Sunday, where I will pick something out of a recipe book and make it for Saturday night. And then on Sunday night, I'll make one of my like staple dishes, something that I make only at weekends. Yeah. Um, and then I do, I've started getting into baking now. So I bake something usually at the weekend as well. Yeah. Um, and I just thought that's like normal. I just figured like 
as a burger, being able to follow instructions. So I suppose it depends on how you absorb information <laughs> and that kind of thing. So I've always found it weird that my social worker and people that do benefits and that kind of thing have always asked me, can you, have you ever had any accidents in the kitchen? Have you ever burnt anything? Have you ever set like the place on fire? Have you ever horribly burnt yourself? And I just thought, no, like I just figured as somebody on the spectrum, um, I, I'm good at this kind of stuff. And I just figured that's a standard Bergen thing until I watched you make dinner. <laughs> And then I realised that it's just something I can do. Uh, I have watched you try and make pasta with a rice cooker. <laughs> I try and make everything in a rice cooker. I know it's you easy. do. It's I know a it's easy. Job. But like, <laughs> yeah, all your dishes have to be just throw everything in and leave it in there for a certain amount of time. Yeah. But because like, because uh, we're vegan and you've got a thing about only eating whole foods, you won't eat like microwave dinners or like no. frozen foods no. or. You always insist on like stuff that requires like food prep, and that's where it goes wrong. Your timings are always out. You always do something for too little or too long. You forget to do something. Uh, it's just this is why like when we have dinner, like you make the weak food because it's the same thing every day. But yeah, it's easy. at the weekend when it comes to cooking, uh, sometimes you'll cook dinner, but I make sure that it's something that's really easy for you to do but last time i had you we had you cook you made like something you've made like a hundred times before and you ended up like spilling water everywhere dropping stuff yeah you were just like this is awful this is terrible you know and then all the all the way through eating it you were just like you hate it don't you it's disgusting oh i'm just so disgusting like <laughs> so like <laughs> yeah you're not good in the kitchen like yeah, at I'm, all i'm terrible like i'm the worst um <clears throat> let's have a look Oh, there was... So, who's more likely to start a fight? Um... Well... Mm. What, like, between us, or do you mean in general? I think in general. So, like, we talked about this the other day. There's a situation <laughs> uh, that's happening at my workplace. And yeah. it's a situation that I think I should involve myself in because I know that I should, and I should do something about it, but involving myself in it would have made things difficult for me yeah uh, and it's not my place to involve it and you know it's something that I shouldn't be doing and I should step back from it uh, and it, to be honest it's kind of all worked itself out anyway like it does yeah so the dishes I think with this one it's 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 both Asperger related for me and you yeah because I don't involve myself in big situations so when there is a big fight and when there is like a big problem or there is like um a bigger issue that's happening so uh this isn't what's happening at work but for example say you can see someone being bullied yeah um and say that like there's something happening like that i can see it happening and i have this thing of like do i involve myself um do i get involved and do i stop it or do I leave it alone and just just think it'll work itself out? Um, I've never actually been in that situation, actually, where someone's being bullied. So I don't really know. But I'm using that as an example because this is weirdly something me and you were talking about as a, yeah. as a thing. Because of like my masking and not wanting to appear normal, I mean, not wanting to appear autistic, I won't involve myself just because when I do involve myself in those situations, I don't know how to go about it in a way that's normal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've asked you a few times, like, how would you handle it? Or how would you deal with something like this? And, like, once again, 
like we're talking like things that have happened in our lives or like previous situations we've been in. Sometimes I say to you, what would you have done if you were me? Um, and I do feel like because of like my temper and like my initial thing for anger. Yeah. Um, I don't like involve myself in situations that are like that or complicated because I don't go in normally. Yeah. I don't go in like, oh, so come on, we need to work this out. This is thing. I just go in like kicking off, having a go at everyone, calling people names, you know, like having yeah. like proper laying into people, not physically, but I do say stuff because I don't, I don't know what's appropriate. I don't know how to gauge what I should say. I don't know what's like the right way to go about it. And so I, cause I know this, I don't involve myself because um, I can't gauge what's too much, what's too little, what is the right thing to say? Like, you know, when you've got no like, oh, and this again, which one is it? Empathy or sympathy? Yeah, uh, uh, both. <laughs> so when I've not got that that works properly, I don't know. I don't know if I've hurt somebody's feeling by saying what I'm saying. I don't know that kind of thing. In the past, when I've involved myself in stuff that I shouldn't involve myself in, um, I've actually either made the situation worse or got myself into massive amounts of trouble. Yeah. So I try and avoid involving myself in like anything. So when there is a fight or if there is something going on, I try not to get involved. I do get into fights that I've started myself, but that once again is a is an Asperger thing. I accidentally involve myself in stuff by saying things that I shouldn't have said. And I would say that I, if I know it's going to end up in a fight, I don't involve myself. But sometimes I accidentally get myself into it because I can't gauge what's a right thing to say and what's a wrong thing to say. Yeah. You, on the other hand, opposite. I mean, yeah. I, was, I, mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm doing this right. Like, I'm kind of like, you should probably explain oh, no, what you're, you're like to do. You're, well, so, well, I say it. Like, yeah. you, you, on the other hand, you, you do this thing where you... You stay quiet constantly until something big happens or something bad happens or something that you don't agree with. So some sort of injustice yeah. or something's happening that you full out don't think is right. Yeah. All of a sudden, like this, like, you know, like quiet, <laughs> retiring, like shy person suddenly is in there. Like opinion. Everyone can hear you. You're talking yeah. clearly. You're talking loudly and you're telling people how you feel. You're, you're the opposite. You don't involve yourself at all. Like I mix with people. I get to know people like I make sure that I appear NT as much as possible. And therefore, like I don't you stay out of it until something happens where you think, well, I'm not leaving that. And then you get in there. Yeah. So I think with me, most things don't bother me like that. Most argument, if someone's having an argument, I, like, I don't tend to take sides or anything like that. Most things I don't care about. But yeah, the, injustice. I don't like injustice. So like. Most, like I say, most things I'm fine with, but like if I see someone being bullied or something like that where I feel like someone's being picked on unfairly or I feel like someone's doing something that just isn't fair or right or like say they're treating people in a way that I don't think is right. Yeah, I don't I don't do very well with not speaking up about that because I really don't like it. Like, I don't know what that is. But most stuff that happens around me, I don't talk to anyone anyway. I'm not the sort of person to have an opinion on, like, everything that everyone's doing. And when people are in the workplace, like, all caring about something or arguing about something, I don't feel the need to get involved. But, yeah, if I'm in the workplace and then I feel like people are actively, like, singling someone out or being mean to someone or whatever the situation is that is just an injustice, say there's, like, a manager that... I don't think he's treating people fairly. Things like that. Yeah. Or like you've done it in public 
<laughs> when you've seen someone talking to someone in a way that you think isn't right or yeah. that kind of thing, you've openly gone and like to strangers. Yeah, it's like the only Invo- time involved that yourself. I really don't like injustice. I really have a thing for, yeah, when I think someone's just being mean in a really unnecessary way. I don't yeah. like that. I just don't like, I don't think there's any need to uh, to be mean. <laughs> I don't know. I've got a track record of, yeah, saying the wrong thing, reacting in the wrong way. And I just feel like um, nowadays, like I stay out of it. Even if I see something that I think, I don't agree with that or I should do something or something like that. I won't because yeah. I know that my reaction will not be the correct one. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to. And sometimes I feel bad about it because I think I should have done something. But then when I say to someone, I should have done something, and then they go, what should you have done? And I explain to them what I was going to do. They go, no, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And I'd have been like, oh, okay, then. Right, fine. But yeah, I think that's uh, that's quite an interesting one between us because, yeah, I'm the I'm sort of the person that wouldn't, do that but i do um okay who's who's more likely to overspend on a pointless item uh you me yeah yeah we've we've covered this i think in previous episodes yeah if i uh i I can be quite impulsive i don't really care about uh i mean but from this podcast point of view i don't really care about anything (laughs) apart from injustice yeah you just buy stuff yeah then throw it away if it turns yeah. out that it's the wrong thing, right thing. We've talked this before. I've got a weird um, obsessive thing about money. Um, yeah. Not that I'm tight with money or that I think... I just I freak out a little bit sometimes about money. Uh, money for me is is one of those things that I... Do you mean like it's the reason I have to go to work? Yeah. Uh, it's the reason like usually that's the thing that makes me stop from doing certain things because I just think like if I run out, what am I going to do? Because... Um, do you know what I mean? Like, I know that, like, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, have been diagnosed and don't have jobs and they get benefits, money, that kind of thing. Um, I've tried to get benefits on several different occasions, but the way the system works at the moment, um, I don't identify as someone that would need it. And even though I have Asperger's, the current way they measure it, I'm basically classed as someone that isn't really has any disabilities at all because of the way I function it doesn't matter like how much stress anxiety like strains it puts on me and that kind of thing it kind of seems like because I can do it uh it doesn't matter what long-term effects it's having on me um and so I know I've got to work and that means I know I have to make money that way because it's the only way I can make money um I couldn't make it any other way other than having to go to work uh, and therefore, I get weird about spending stuff. When I buy stuff, even stuff that's low value items, I do think like, oh, but what if, uh, what if all of a sudden like my house blows up and I've got to buy everything again, and then I've got no money? How do I live? How do I do this? I'm always like thinking about big things that are happening. So then I start thinking like, if I spend this ten pounds here, then um, do you know what I mean? Like, what, what, what if I then go, oh yeah, everything's to come to this, and if only you had ten pounds more. Hmm. You'd be yeah. okay now, and I think like, oh, if I hadn't bought that, whatever. Whereas with you, you're just always like, you know, whatever. It's just money. I can always make more money, I suppose. Like I bought the wrong thing, no big deal. Uh, and yeah, we're completely different in yeah, that thing. I feel no ties to money. I like I, I don't like money as a concept really at all. I think it has led to a lot of bad things in the world. But uh, <laughs> that's for another time but yeah i don't i don't really feel any particular way towards money i've never wanted to be like rich particularly it's not a desire i have 
it's uh no i i know you don't either i'm not after like i'm not like wanting to be a millionaire if there's a way i could not have to need worry about money i'd happily have the same life i've got now just without having to go to work yeah that's enough for me but like to do that it's not like if i won the lottery i'd then go buy like a fast car big house that kind of thing because like as a I, maybe like as a burger i would just carry on doing everything i'm doing now it's just like i'd be on a permanent holiday yeah uh, but i wouldn't like buy any like lavish stuff or big things or stuff like that i just think right good i don't have to work anymore <laughs> yeah and um, because i have to work and because i have like a inflow and outflow of money constantly sometimes when i do buy stuff i think like oh do i need it yeah i know i notice you uh get on edge about it quite often whereas yeah, yeah i uh <laughs> i am quite impulsive so yeah. <laughs> which is well i'm not that makes it sound like i'm spontaneous i'm not spontaneous but i can i can impulsively buy something no you get this thing where you think you need something you've read like an article on something you uh, then yeah, obsess about it ruminate think everything about it and then buy it. It's weird. I um I know a lot of people on the spectrum do this as well. Uh, it's a similar thing. I knew a guy who wanted everything to be Apple, so he bought an iPhone, he bought like a iMac computer, a iPad, an Apple Watch. He then bought a um the laptops, like a MacBook Pro. Bought all of it. Yeah. Cost him like thousands of pounds. Bought it all because he was obsessed with Apple. He'd been reading loads of articles about Apple. It made him wanted this. And then when he got one thing, he was like, but now I need to have the next thing because he'd become so obsessed with it. And then the next thing said, if you had like the watch, you could link your phone to your tablet to this. Oh, I need to get the watch then. Get the watch. Did you know if you do this, you can get text messages on your MacBook. I need a MacBook. And he was doing that and everything had to be an Apple. And then one day he just woke up and just went, hey, I'm done with Apple. I want to just have Android stuff now and just got rid of all of it. Yeah. And then started again. And I know a lot of us do that where you get thinking about something and then you get obsessed about it. And then you start reading, and you're the same. Like you, for example, um, we have a water distiller, <laughs> uh, and it takes like all the impurities out of water. Like I'm not fast; I'll just drink tap water. But I know you saw loads of articles. You always talk about all the things that are in water. Yeah. Uh, and so you have a distiller, and then that went on to like other things. Then we need this, and that's that's normal. That makes you buy stuff. Yeah. Whereas for me, I get the same obsessive thoughts. But then I don't want to spend the money, which is is worse, I think, because <laughs> yeah, I, I still carry is. on the obsessive. Because usually when you buy it, the obsessive thought then disappears and you can relax a bit. Whereas for me, I don't buy it. So I'm in a continuous loop of, oh, yeah, but then this, that and the other. Oh, I should get it. Oh, but the money, then I won't have any money. Then what about this? But the thing and then, yeah, I get stuck in that for like days on end. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, who's the chattier one? uh me yeah yeah uh we in general uh, well, we've already said like you're quite shy when you're out in public you don't talk to anyone yeah um you when i used to when we used to work together you weren't very talkative um i tend not to be sometimes sometimes i'll show up to places and just not talk to anyone um and i'm a bit of a nightmare on the phone so uh i think my mom like probably has the the worst of this because I never talk to her on the phone. On the phone, I'm terrible. I I don't talk much when I'm on the phone to anyone really. Yeah. Kind of just use like one word answers to stuff. There's something about using the phone that because it's it's so weird. I think I, that's quite common to for burgers to not like. Yeah, I don't like answering the phone if I can help it. Um, but when it's people that I know I'm supposed to talk to when I'm on the phone, my voice sounds different. I talk differently. I sound more autistic on the phone if that's possible i was talking to someone from the council the other day and just the way i was talking to her i just 
I sounded really vulnerable, like just by the way I was talking, yeah. which is not how I talk to people when I'm face to face with them. But I guess that's an image thing. But when me and you were together, like sometimes I just go on, don't I? <laughs> like I've tried to tell you that if I've because I repeat the same things over and over again. So when you have a conversation with me, um, I'll repeat the same point over and over again. And I don't know if it's because you're not acknowledging it or going, OK, I get that. Um, that I just keep saying it over and over again or in my own head. I'm trying to like grab the concept because I have my concentration problems. Like I drop in and out of what I'm saying and forget that I've already said a certain point. So sometimes me and you would have been talking for like an hour and everything I've said could have been done in 10 minutes. But um, sometimes you just let me do it. Uh, but then you start laughing. A similar thing happened this morning where I was talking to you and you just started laughing. And I was like, what are you laughing at? What's funny? I don't understand what I've said that's funny. Um, I've tried to tell you to start saying to me like, OK, shut up. But um <laughs> Yeah, you haven't got, like, into the habit of doing that. No, because it makes me laugh. Like, basically, just, I had, like, toothache and you were reassuring me that I didn't have gum disease, which was fine. But it went on for, like, an hour of Nikki telling me why I didn't have gum disease. And, like, you know, I was just going, yeah, yeah, you're right. And you just kept going with more stuff. I loved it. I thought it was so funny. Yeah, that was... Uh... And, like, obviously, anybody that listens to these podcasts, um, obviously, anyone that listens to these podcasts, the people that listen to these podcasts, because <laughs> you listen to this now, um, I imagine if you gathered together all of them and, like, tried to gather up the time of who talks, I imagine I talk way more than you talk on these. I genuinely don't really like talking. Like, yeah. I, I like talking if I have something to say. But um, it, I heard this expression the other day that I really liked. There's a chewer and a spewer. And no. I know, it's not... Okay, it's not <laughs> I, It's not very nice, but I, I liked the thing behind it. So, like, some people, if they've got, like, a problem or, like, just something in general that's happened, even if it's, like, something good, they'll, like chew on it and like they'll just think about it for a while they don't like you know just say it all like they're more a thinker and then there's the other people who like to talk about it and that helps them process it and yeah whatever yeah and i'd say that's where we're yeah different like i'm more of a i'll think about this for a bit or sometimes it just doesn't i one of the things i don't like is the fact that talking is like a sign of if you're okay and apparently like for a lot of people if you don't talk much or you're a bit quiet then it's a are you all right you're a bit quiet and like i'm fine i'm just that's my content place <laughs> i think i talk too much sometimes i think sometimes like i've been in conversations with people where i thought god if i'd have just Cut that short by like three sentences, and now that person would still be talking to me. <laughs> but now they're like deeply offended because I just <laughs> ran through my train of thought and said something. And for me, I don't realize something's insulting with someone until uh, they're annoyed. And then I'm like, oh, okay. And then that's because I just kept talking <laughs> uh, and I let my like train of thought, you know, like just carry on coming. And like it just kept happening. And I, I kept making noises out of my mouth until I said too many things. Uh, and I do that all the time. I'm definitely one of those people that just continually talks. And I think it's because... I think with that, how Asperger's works for a lot of people is when you talk to someone, there's this thing, I can't remember what it's called, that's supposed to apparently fire. It fires off when you're interacting with another person. This yeah, is what people do. like receptors. And then it comes back and tells you what's going on with them so you know how to carry on talking it. Because I don't get that. I think I just continually talk expecting to get some feedback from the person I'm talking yeah. to 
and don't get it. And I think that's why I do it with you, especially when I'm talking to somebody on the spectrum, because they're giving me nothing, <laughs> even nothing visible. So with you, especially, I think when we talk, I just keep talking and repeating the same points over and over again, because I'm still not sure that you understand what I'm saying. Because you don't, I think with you, you'd have to just specifically go, yes, Nikki, I understand. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm a bit of a nightmare to talk to in general, I think, because yeah, I don't really give people much and I don't, so mine's like the thing of, I don't know what other people want from me because I don't really talk at, like, I don't talk that much. So it's not so much that I don't know what they're thinking when they, when I talk to them, but when they talk to me. I don't know what they want from me. <laughs> I'm not sure what, like, the correct response to things people say is because a lot of the time I'll just go, yeah. Yeah, I think that's why you make a lot of really inappropriate jokes <laughs> and say things to people that you shouldn't say. I do, do And that. some of the swearing you do when we're in public. Like, oh, shit. When we're in, like, supermarkets and stuff. <laughs> just yeah. because you uh, <laughs> just can't gauge how loud you're being and where we are. Well, yeah, I am, like, I am a bit of a nightmare. I've just got used to it. I've just got used to it. Uh, you do stuff now that I just think, like, fine, like, you, you get it. <laughs> um, I feel like if or if push comes to shove, I can just go, she's autistic. <laughs> no, never, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Um, okay, this one's an easy one. Who's the more dramatic one? You. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can be quite dramatic. Yeah, um, like any sort of change in routine. Yeah, don't like change. Or if the schedule or plan we've got going on goes wrong, um, a lot of the time you end up crying um, <laughs> or you'll have a meltdown or you'll be visibly, like, upset. Not yeah. crying, but, like, you can tell, like, the way you talk is different, like, the way you behave is different, the faces you're pulling, the way you get in and out of a car, the way you walk about. The way you're sat, like everything, you are quite dramatic in your responses to stuff. You don't do it so much, I think, when you're in public. So I think, like, I don't know what you're like when I'm not around. Um, yeah, I, I can hold it together quite well in public. But usually, I found with you, if you don't have like smaller dramatic outbursts while it's happening, and just decide to repress it until you're in a quiet space, I feel like when you've done the repression and you come back to a quiet space, I feel like the the reaction is way more like enhanced because you've not been doing it at the time yeah but everything is quite over the top with you like today we went to do a food shop and we went to okay, yeah. one supermarket <laughs> and they didn't have a box of dates which you eat we eat dates like in the week and that kind of thing for like whatever lunch energy that kind of thing uh and the place we went to did not have a box right. so we had to drive to a different <laughs> supermarket because they do have the dates and the second you didn't see dates and i went it's okay, we'll just drive to the other one. It's kind of on the way anyway. That was it. You took stuff out of the trolley and, right, okay, and no, dumped them I at random parts in the supermarket. Because I think I was so calm about it today compared to what I'm usually like. Look, I felt like I was being really chill. I did not shed a tear. I did not get angry. No, I wouldn't have thought or, you were like, annoyed. Cry. I wouldn't say you were going to cry no, or something No, but like, like I was, I felt like I was very chill. And the only thing I got, I didn't start taking stuff out of the basket. I took one thing out of the basket. And the reason I took it out of the basket cause, was because I wasn't sure if I wanted it or not. Um, I think you'll find what happened is, <laughs> I said we're going to have to go to the other supermarket because we have to get dates. And you went, well, we're not getting these then. And you took them out the trolley and dumped them in the fruit and veg section, which 
I knew you were annoyed because you never just leave stuff where you didn't find it. In I know, su- I know. And honestly, it's making me feel really bad. You can't just put stuff like in a random place because you don't want to walk all the way back to where it came from. You normally take it. The fact that you went, we're not getting these then and just put them in a different section of the supermarket. Like to me said that you were agitated just that we had to spend. You were like, and we're already getting on and this is going to be more time out of the day. And I was thinking like, it's going to add like five minutes. It's going to take five minutes to drive there and go get them. And it's kind of on the way back. But yeah, just the reaction was a bit, uh, it was a bit over the top. To be fair, I have my over the top reactions, which probably was, but I'm quite, I get over them quite quickly. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying you don't. It's yeah. just, uh, yeah, I think, and with me, I've, I've got the complete opposite. Uh, I'm quite dulled to a lot of things. I don't really react to anything at all most yeah. of the time. I do feel like there have been some like, not really like horrific things, but really bad things. So for example, I remember one of the things that happened to me, it was about three, four years ago. I was walking from my flat where I used to live past a, I, I went to a shop. And then as I walked out of the shop, I decided to walk back home. This guy came around the corner on a motorbike and he went too fast around the corner that he went over. So the bike went over. He started sliding down the road towards me. So he's sliding like it was a hill. So he was coming down a hill on his bike. His bike's on the side. So he's completely like flat. The bike's like horizontal. Sliding down the side of it. He's trying to hang on to it while it's sliding down the road. There's like bits of his bike flying off and about it. And he comes up on the pavement He's about to, like, he gets really close to me. I see him, and I just sort of casually step to one side as he slides past me into the wall, and I just carried on walking. <laughs> I I saw loads of people running towards him, like, do you know what I mean? Like, going, oh, my God, like, somebody call an ambulance. But I just kind of went, oh, motorbike sliding towards me, and just did, like, a casual step to the side, and his wheel missed me by, like, I don't know, like, two foot or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it nearly hit me in the leg, but I just saw him sliding towards me, and I was just like, oh. And I did, like, a little step and then just carried on walking like up the hill and i remember at the time thinking you know like oh guy slid on his motorbike and walking back it wasn't till about later on that night where i was just thinking like oh that guy uh you know i thought oh actually that bike nearly hit me and i have like that and it's not like i did any relaxing it's not like then i was like oh my god i could have died was that guy okay what was happening i just thought like yeah it's a good job i saw him coming <laughs> Yeah, I know I would not have seen him. Like, let's face it, I don't see anything. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was just having a look. Some of these are really rubbish. I don't know why you'd... I mean, to, I think it's meant to be uh, for, like, people when they get married, but some of these I just don't Wait, get. Wait, did I ask all these questions at a wedding? I don't... Or, like, maybe on a hen do, or a, what's the... What's a, the, a stag do? Maybe on a stag do. I'm not sure. Who's more likely to keep a secret? Um, uh, you. Yeah. Um, but that's because one, you just don't talk to people, so you don't share stuff. Yeah. If people talk to you, it stays with you. You you're not gossipy, so you're not someone that needs to. This is just down to the fact that you're not very chatty. So, yeah, it is. Um, so you don't really like you don't really talk to people. So when anyone talks to you, you'll keep things from people that doesn't matter who knows. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like someone could have been wearing, say, for example, someone's wearing a jacket and then you see someone else that you're talking to and they're wearing the same jacket. You won't go, oh, I've seen that jacket before. My uh, my friends. Yeah. Are. You won't even tell them that. Um, you don't share any information. Anything that happens while you're talking to someone else, 
It's like if you ever go on your like social media, uh, your personal ones, like on your Facebook or Instagram, there is nothing on there. No. You have like three pictures. You never post anything. Um, you even though you like go on Instagram and you do like follow Twitter occasionally and you do go on Facebook, you don't ever like post stuff about yourself. You don't take pictures of anything. No. Um, well, you do take pictures of your your snakes because you've got snakes. Uh, you see, the only time I ever see you taking pictures is when you take pictures of the snakes, and that's it. <laughs> that is, yeah, um, that's it. So you're quite private in general. So like, you don't tell anything about yourself to anybody. It took me ages of working with you to figure out, like, basically anything about you. Yeah. Uh, you only ever bring up stuff that's relevant, and when you have a conversation with someone, it is quite between you and them. I think with me, it's different. You talk to me about stuff, so there are things that people have said to you that you repeat to me. Yeah. But that's because it's me and me and you don't really like interact with the outside. Yeah, world. I like we don't <laughs> me and you don't really have friends. We don't yeah. really like talk to people. So like who would we share it with? Um Yeah, that's true. Whereas with me, it's hard when you talk to me. If you don't specifically when yeah. telling me something say this is a secret or you don't use the phrase don't tell anyone this, but I don't know what is what is a secret and what isn't a secret. Some stuff people can just gauge. There's a lot of people out there, like NT people mostly, uh, and I imagine there's quite a lot of people on the spectrum like yourself, that hear stuff and just think they probably don't want know anyone knowing about that. Yeah. Do you know I mean? Some people just say things about themselves and you think like, oh, okay, that's definitely something you're just telling me because you trust me and we get along and there's like a confidence thing. Whereas for me, nothing... Because I don't, I don't really keep secrets about myself. I don't really not tell people things yeah, about myself. Yeah, you're quite it, an open person in general. If I'm having a conversation with someone and something about me is relevant to the thing we're talking about, I'll just say it. Um, and I, part of me doesn't go, don't tell people that about yourself. I just think, like, it's it, what does it matter? Um, it's just a conversation. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... it's, it's I, nothing tell, I don't understand secrets to some extent i don't understand why some things people don't need to know um because it's yeah it's weird secrets for me don't make any sense i don't understand why there's things about people's life that nobody needs to know when people tell me stuff about themselves and go oh it's kind of embarrassing but this happened to me when i was younger nothing to me goes oh that is embarrassing why are you telling me i just yeah. think like fair enough and then if something similar happened to me i then go yeah that's all right i've done that this happened to me when i was whatever and then they're a little bit like, oh, really? And I'm like, what? It's no different than you. Um, so <laughs> if somebody wants to tell me, like, so for some reason they want to confide in me and they want to know my opinion or they want to tell me something, they have to basically put in a disclaimer of, don't you ever repeat this. But yeah. once once they've told me, don't you ever repeat this, I won't repeat it. Yeah. Um, it's not like I can then control it. It's like a kind of like um, you open a file on a computer and a password comes up. I'll be having a conversation with somebody and they'll say something that's relevant to the secret somebody else told me. Yeah. And in my brain it goes, oh, that's like what happened to, you know, so-and-so. Maybe you should tell them that. And then I'm about to tell them and then the, my brain goes, no, not that. And I'm like, all right, yeah, we don't talk about that. And then I don't use it. I just yeah. move on to something else. So I'm good if I know what you're telling me is something you don't want shared about. But I can't, I can't judge what's private information and what's personal information. I don't feel like anybody should really be embarrassed by anything they do and it doesn't matter what's happened to you or things that you might consider embarrassing or things that you want to keep a secret i don't understand why you just wouldn't want it's like when like 
things in the news come out about MPs and they're like shocking. They did this when they were a teenager. I'm just kind of like, and, you know, like, yeah. or um, I once, you know, did like loads of drugs while I was like doing this. I'm just like, okay, fine. People take drugs. Yeah. Like uh, nothing of me goes, well, that makes me look at you different. Or I now like think, oh, I didn't know that about you. That's That's making me want to reassess some like parts of our relationship or that kind of thing it doesn't like it, it it doesn't I don't feel anything towards it and some people have told me some stuff sometimes that I that they've like got emotional about while telling me and I've just kind of thought like what it happens you know don't worry about it it hasn't like you're fine like it's yeah. not that bad so yeah I can keep a secret if I know I'm supposed to keep it but I couldn't off my own back keep a secret if I didn't think it was you know a secret if it was something that I didn't for me, anything's up for discussion. When I'm having a conversation with something, somebody about anything, I can talk about anything. Uh, yeah. There's nothing for me that I think, no, we don't talk about that. Uh, it doesn't make a difference. Whereas with you, there are elements where you just won't talk about it. There are certain topics where you just won't bring it up. Even if somebody else is talking about a certain thing, you won't talk about it no matter what. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter what they've said. Or what's going on, even if it's a big share session, you all trust each other, it doesn't go any further than this room, you just won't do it. Um, and so I think when somebody tells you something that you think, well, I wouldn't want people knowing that about me, you just never repeat it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But also the little stuff, you just think, well, that was the conversation between me and them, why does that matter in this conversation? Yeah, and I think for me a lot of it, because I don't like talking in general, I think, well, if I mention this then I might have to talk some more about it. And I don't uh, right. want to do yeah, that. Yeah. So if I just nod along, then that will keep the conversation a bit more minimal. Like a lot of stuff with me comes down to the fact that I, I really don't get much enjoyment out of talking, which I think is a weird... Not like I hate it all the time, but it, it sometimes it feels like it takes a lot of effort. I am a little bit happier, or most of the time I'm happier just being sort of quiet yeah yeah you uh when it's just me and you you sometimes don't talk at all for a bit until i start conversations yeah which like like say like if i if the conversation is one that i'm into or like i'm interested in i like it but i'm more of a i quite like listening to things like if someone wants to talk to me i quite like listening to them talk it's just when they need the the I don't know. Like, you're, I think we can hang out quite easily because you're quite good at being the talker, but mm. you don't really need much conversation coming back at you. No, it's not I, something you need. I don't really, when I talk to people, I'm more of a talk at people yeah. when I talk. Uh, I can pretty much have a conversation with myself. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Um, I, it's just one of those things. And it's weird because. It is both of those are a sign of autism anyway. They're both autistic traits. Someone that's kind of mute, doesn't talk, and is very quiet all the time is can be a sign that someone's autistic. And someone that just relentlessly talks, even when people don't want to listen, don't want to hear it, just wish they'd shut up, aren't interested in the topics they're talking about, yet they're still talking about it. Uh, that is also a sign that you're on the spectrum if you just chat constantly about things that are only really your interest and that kind of thing. And I'm terrible for it. Yeah. I'll talk to people about things I'm interested in, but the second they go, oh, that's good, I've listened to everything you've said, and then they go, oh, um, let's talk about this now, I just sort of go, oh, no. Yeah. No, I'm not interested in that. And then I just sort of leave the conversation. Yeah. 
or you'll go, yeah, and then go back to what you were talking about. Like, yeah, whereas you don't do that um, a lot of the time. You either just won't talk or you'll pretend like you're into the conversation, but you're not really listening. Oh, yeah. yeah. I drift, like, when people are talking to me, the amount of times that I'm thinking about something completely different. And the worst thing is, it takes me, like, a minute to realise that they're waiting for me to do something. And, like, my go-to is just, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that fits in. Sometimes I feel like they know that I haven't been listening to them, but I'll have full-on, like, different things going on in my head while someone's talking to me. Right, have you got time for one last question, or was that all of them? Uh, that, or, like, one, or one last thing to do, because we've got about ten minutes left. Yeah, well, there now. are loads of questions, but I just didn't know if any of the others... Like, I just tried to pick out some ones that I thought would... Um... But was that it? Was that your original idea for this episode? Yeah, just was to, like... Was the questions, or did you have anything else you wanted no, to... No, I quite liked that. That was better than I thought it would be, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I just wanted people to get a feel for our personalities. Was there anything you felt like was also worth mentioning? Like, about... No. You, about me? I don't, I don't think so. In general. We're... Yeah, we're, like, completely different. Uh, but yeah. both the same. It's It's kind of... It's kind of interesting. I mean, I've always said, like, and I say it all the time, like, a lot of the episodes, that you can't... You can't really know everybody's everybody that's got autism has it differently. There'll be crossovers and there'll be things that people have that are similar. Um, and obviously, there's a lot of people like this whole like Team Scarlet, Team Nikki thing. <laughs> um, I know that it's down to for a lot of people what traits they have that are similar to mine and similar to yours because me and you are quite opposite in a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and so it's good with these episodes because you know one like you're obviously female um you have the female version of asperger's which in itself is completely different to the male version um there are like crossover traits it's not like those on females on the spectrum but i wouldn't put that down to that's the reason why me and you were different i wouldn't say we're down to it just down to a gender thing um no because there's loads of people that listen to this episode that have similar traits to you that are male uh, and there's a lot of like females that listen to this that have similar traits to me. Yeah, and um, t- I, not that, because like I said, gender is just a weird thing for me in general. I'm not like that into specifying people by the genders. But I would say that actually, generally, we're probably more flipped in, uh, in general in that I'm... Like, when I was younger and when I was growing up, a lot of the time when I was at school, people would say that I had more sort of male... Like a tomboy. Yeah, not even like a tomboy, but more of like a male brain in that, um, like, it's considered to be more of a male characteristic to be, like, logical and into, like, maths and science. I'm not saying that you have to be male to be into those, but that is typically considered like masculine or something. I I just remember when I was at school, that being a thing of like, I was in this like advanced math class when I was in like year six, we had to do like a, I was in like a separate group. And I think if I remember rightly, there was only like two girls in the group and like eight boys though. It was a lot more heavily male. I don't know, but I would say like your interest and in the way you are could be considered more feminine. In- oh, what? So like to bake and buy clothes a lot. Yeah, I'm well, really, I mean like... I'm really big into like 
fashion and uh yeah to do a typical like mr and mrs question who takes longer to get ready uh that would be you yeah but that's because i have to yeah yours is a lot of masking i have to get my human suit on before i leave yeah (laughs) it is like that whereas like i will go out in my pajamas and not think anything of it i don't i know i sent you to the shop yesterday to get poppadoms while i started making the curry and you went in your those like pajama short things yeah and I was like, I think I literally was like, you're going like that. Yeah, you you did say that. You've said that to me before. Like, I don't really brush my hair unless I have to. I don't wear makeup. Like, all of that is too much. Uh, it's a bit too much effort for me. Like, it's not really the sort of thing I care about. So I don't know. I think we are opposite. But I would say probably in that sense as well, maybe. I don't know. Personality-wise, I think we're... Well, we don't. We do have some crossover traits. If you ever listen to these episodes from the start, mm. right, the few first few episodes, we actually talk about how similar to each other we are. Yeah. Um, it wasn't till like I think since you obviously started going down the road of diagnosis and learning more about your own Aspergers that we realised that even though we focus on them initially, me and you won't really like each other at all. There's loads of things you can do that I can't, and there's loads of things I can do that you can't. Uh, and it works well for us, like in our day to day lives, because we can alternate who's doing what based on who's better at that or whose ability is better at that. Um, but I would say that, um, yeah, I'd just say that we're completely different in the way we are with how we deal with situations. The add on, um, I suppose, traits or add-on disorders so like the concentration one that i have you don't have um actually do you have any like co disorders uh, or whatever they're called like i don't really know because i feel like with most people on the spectrum in general i feel like there is usually or a lot of the time there is other things going on a lot of people that get diagnosed with asperger's get diagnosed with other things like alongside it but i don't i don't know with me like quite possibly that i like haven't discovered it's there but i don't i don't know i'm not a hundred percent sure yeah uh it's it's interesting like hmm yeah, because a lot of the common ones are things like OCD, depression, um, anxiety, for sure, is a big one, uh, ADHD, all things like that are definitely linked to Asperger's. Yeah, but you don't have any, really. I wouldn't say you're OCD. No, I am quite particular about um, like cleaning and stuff, but not I'm not OCD yeah. with it. Uh, and I know that it's a big, can be one that people throw around a little bit too lightly. Yeah, yeah, I'd say, like, you do get, like... Not diagnosis. I, I feel like that sounds like I'm saying, like, people are diagnosed with it that don't have it. I don't think that at all. I just think, you know, when people go, oh, I'm really OCD about that. It uh, definitely gets yeah, thrown yeah, yeah. around as a word a lot when you think, like, well, you're not, though, are you? Like, there are people that really suffer. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I guess that's the same with everything. Like, when people go, oh, I'm so depressed about that. And you think, well... <laughs> you're not depressed that you missed Love Island last night. That's it. it hasn't triggered actual depression in you. I just, I think, I think it's just the thing now, isn't it? People use it all the time. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, I guess so. Although I don't, I've never heard anyone. I guess no one's ever said anything like that. It's a bit autistic of me or anything like that. I never hear that. I have. Have you? Yeah, I have. Heard but then it's because I guess I only ever talk to you, and I never talk to family, and then I only talk to people I work with, and everybody I work with knows I've got it. So uh, I feel like maybe, you know, nobody says it, but I've never heard. Uh, I've never heard that as a phrase. So. Yeah, I definitely think the personality thing's interesting. I think um, a lot. I have a lot of views on things. I suppose I think we both have quite strong views on a lot of things, and I don't know if that's autistic related. Um, yeah, I would say like because of the black and white thinking side of things. I think once you've made your mind up on how something is, uh, it's different. I know that like, not that we're stubborn, but. I know there are a lot of like, because for NT people, like you can have a difference of opinion and you can have like, this is what you believe and this is what I believe and we'll just leave it at that. Whereas I feel like for some of us on the spectrum, I have a way of seeing something and that is how it is, do you know? And then yeah. like when someone tells me that there's other ways of going about it, um, I feel like going, no, 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 there isn't any other way. This is the way. Like, and it doesn't make any sense, um, anything else you're saying. Like, everything else doesn't make any sense to me and therefore must be wrong. And that's how I am. If I logically can't see how something will work, then I can't see it as a, a way of working. And I think that's where the strong opinion comes from is I've got it in my head logically how something is. So then if someone tells me something's different, if they're trying to question my logic or the thing that I've locked into place of this is how it is, and they're trying to make me think, yeah, but have you ever thought about it this way? I tend to just go, no, because that way's not right. Or I I have yeah. thought of that way before, and I, in my head I was like, no. So it doesn't uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. And therefore I don't understand it, especially when there's like loads of evidence that agrees with the way I've thought about it. And then someone else is trying to tell me that there's other ways to go about something. I just feel like going, well, no, there isn't. So, Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think also like a lot of my views and opinions on things are very like inclusive of everyone. And I don't know whether that's linked to being autistic and autism being considered like a, you're different to NT people. I don't know if like that makes me think like, well, we should all be inclusive. And that's why I've like... I feel the way I do about gender because I think it's like, I, I don't think it's a def, definite thing like in black and white in the same way that like autistic and NT, I like there can be blurs in between. And Yeah. I, I've known people that have gone to get diagnosed and have been told that they're almost there. Yeah. But which, they're not. And it's kind of like, well, where do you put the, the markers? Yeah. Um, and I know we've had a like we've had a couple of people uh, talk about specifically gender, but also like I know someone was talking about like the LGBTQ uh, like community and saying that they feel like there's some sort of like like the inclusivity of it all uh, kind of linking in, which I thought was quite interesting. Uh, but they went into more things, which I actually like the things they went into. I do want to like do an episode on, but I don't know if that would be worthless. Like. I don't know. I don't know if I'd do it justice. Or we, I don't know. Oh, it's so confusing. What is it? Just deciding what, like, we, what are good topics. 
Um, well, yeah, yeah, we'll leave that until next week then. Yeah. That's it for this week. Um, yeah. I know there's been a few questions. Uh, this There was a post on our wall about... I was just looking at it uh, just then. This one. I, I can't... I don't know how it's pronounced. Disor- <laughs> Disautonomia? Uh, I think it's... Disautonomia? No, this is where it'll be here with nomia. Nomia. So... Disautonomia. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that's something that uh, we actually... So, funnily enough, like, of the symptoms that we saw, um, literally we were half and half. Like, I had half of them yeah, that you don't have, the but the other in, half you have. There's stuff in there that I kind of thought... I didn't even realise that was related. Um, so, that's interesting. Um, we don't know enough about that, because, to be honest, the first time I heard about it is when this person posted it on our group. So, in the group. Um, if you want to see the article, just join the group. If you're already in the group, it's there. It's quite one of the ones near to the top. It's got like a nice umbrella picture yeah. with this. So we're going to look into, to have a look about that. Uh, somebody's message just asking us about the aftercare in the UK, uh, specifically where we are. So what happens after you get diagnosed? What support there is? How good it is? What goes on and that kind of thing? So I have thought about what's up. I haven't had any. I know you haven't had any, you've not had none, you've been diagnosed, you've had nothing. Whereas when I got diagnosed, I got quite a bit, which is interesting because we both got diagnosed by the same unit. Um, so we were going to do an episode on that, we might do that next week. The person yeah. that messages actually isn't from the UK, but is just interested in it, I guess, in a comparison to what happens in the country they are from. Um, sorry if I haven't, well, I've read it, but we don't normally name people or where they're from and that kind of thing from the groups, uh, just because... Yeah, I haven't asked if we can, so I don't want to. Yeah, uh, if they just if they don't want to talk about it, especially with people that are autistic, you know, because I know some people on here are on here and think they might be haven't been diagnosed yet, you know. Don't want to talk to. Don't want have, other people to hear. Have it. <laughs> private messages for a reason, yeah. you know. So I don't really use names, but that's interesting because I do want to do that because um, I I've used the I basically used every service going that the NHS offered to me from when I got diagnosed. And yeah, it seems odd that you've had... How long have you been diagnosed now? Not sure. It's not been, it's been, I reckon it was like Christmas. So No, just after Christmas. I think you've been diagnosed I think it was from January, like, yeah, yeah, from like January. And so far you've had one letter about the group. Um, whereas, yeah, when I went through it, there was loads of stuff. So, um, so yeah, I want to do an episode on that. Uh, and then there's some other stuff. Thanks for the people that have posted about shoes as well. Oh uh, my god, I loved this thread, and like not because I was laughing at it, because I think like it was actually also quite handy, but it did make me laugh. You guys are so funny. Because in the episode where I said I was talking about my shoes, you were like, "Oh, nobody wants to hear about your shoes. I know. Nobody cares about that." But then there's there's like a whole thread about me and my shoes. So like obviously it was a it was a worthwhile topic. And yeah, I have looked into it. Whether I wiggle my toes or not when I'm wearing the shoes, I haven't really thought about that because uh, I haven't. But today I wore the shoes that I got. And while we were walking around, I was paying attention to what was going on with my toes. I don't think there's anything weird yet. Um, But I I feel like I need to do more research into whether or not I'm a toe wiggler. Um, But I think I've decided that I just need to wear shoes that have laces because they strap my feet into place more, which then would suggest that I do move my toes around a lot. So the... uh, 
the investigation still goes on on how I keep burrowing holes into the top of my shoes. Yeah, but it, apparently other there's other people out there that are doing this. We've mm-hmm. seen that other people are doing it, so yeah, it's yeah. you're not alone. Could be a stim thing. Um, could be. Could be that for some reason. Because I do have weird, weird foot stims anyway in general, so it is possible uh, that that's what's going on there. Also, my feet are kind of weird, so... Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, yeah, your feet are... Oh, <laughs> they are odd. Like, is it... I've never seen a foot where the big toe does things completely separate to every other toe. But that that's it because it's my big toe that's uh that's, yeah. make, that's making the holes. So well, when you were sat the other day, I could see your big toe was like pointing skywards, and the rest of the toes. It was the weirdest thing. Okay, I'm sorry. I but yeah, if you you're not you're not done. You're not done. But yeah, that's that's it for this week. Uh, yeah, like again, thanks everyone for listening. Um, we've got them aspirants on Instagram, which we are doing a wonderful job of keeping that up to date by not posting anything for a month now, I think. so. Uh, I've been taking pictures. You have been taking pictures, but I think I might post that picture of you on the VR on our Instagram page. Oh. I think that's a good picture. Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, like I say, thanks again. Um, join the group. Just go on there and I'll get you invited in. Um, I'm not the fastest at getting people in the group. I know some people have to wait a couple of days. I am checking it daily again now, though. I just, I had some problems with my phone, so, but that's all sorted. Um, uh, yeah, and again, like, any suggestions yes. for topics you want to hear. Like, I know today wasn't, like, specifically burger, so I'm sorry if it, like, it wasn't. Because I know it's not our usual style. We didn't have, like, an I, I actual topic. Was, I think it was all right. I think I, I, it's, it went a lot more than... Like, when you asked the flirting question, I was like, what have we become? No, well, no. The reason <laughs> I did that one was not for the standard reason. I just thought it's quite interesting because, like, it's not something you typically associate with a burger thing, but you do it for, like, burger reasons. So I thought that was quite interesting. And yeah. obviously the rest of them did not go down the that sort of route of, like, I don't know, what's your type? Also... <laughs> I oh, know. I saw. I looked at a couple of questions that while you were reading them, and one of them was about who'd win in a dance off. Oh, so I wasn't. Uh, that was awful. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'd also just like to say because someone mentioned it, uh, me and Scarlett refer to Aspergers as burgers. That is not a UK thing. A lot of our <laughs> listeners, a lot of our listeners are from other countries, and a couple of people now have assumed that in England we call <laughs> people on the spectrum or have Aspergers. Burgers. That is literally just a me and Scarlet thing. <laughs> Nobody else is doing that. Somebody put, I think the message was something like, you call them burgers in the UK where I'm from, we call them Aspies. I think Aspies is the main term yeah, here as I well. Yeah, I think it is here um, as the well. The burger thing is just, I started it ages ago and then once I got talking to Scarlet, I used it to her and it's just because I was watching a documentary on Aspergers and the person that was presenting it was calling it Aspergers and every time he said it, I used to make it laugh and then I started saying I'm a burger and then I started saying it, and then all of a sudden people were buying me like tops with burgers on it, and like I had a bag that had a burger on it. The burger is just what I call it. That is not in England. People on the spectrum aren't called burgers. That's just a me and Scarlet thing. So somebody asked me that, uh, and I'm just... and now other people in the group, we are getting it out there. I just like using it as a term of it's a burger thing. I'm a burger. Um, yeah. I like my burgers are playing up today. Yeah. That's a good one. My, bur- or... uh, my burgers are rife. I can't stop burgering. Yeah, I keep burgering about things. Uh, it's just a term that I came up with. And yeah, it's just a thing. But it's, it's not the British term for that. 
Yeah, that's actually a good uh, good disclaimer there. Just yeah. <laughs> don't come to the UK and be like, wait, are you a burger? Yeah, because <laughs> no, might... no one will know what you're talking yeah. about. Um, yes, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for uh, everyone that's been listening as well. Like the back, the people that are doing like the backlog, it's really helped with yeah. our uh, our numbers. So thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, our episode numbers. It's, it's got quite <laughs> good. Yeah. Right, we've got to stop saying thanks and let's go. We'll okay, go. bye.